Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As many voters express dissatisfaction with the leading White House contenders. I'm personally kind of really turned away from a lot of the the two other parties that seem to be nothing but negativity. We would like another good choice for who we can have. Not a Republican, not a Democrat. No Labels, a movement born out of frustration with extremes on the left and the right, is openly prepping for a potential bipartisan third-party presidential ticket in 2024. Yeah, see, the problem with this whole No Labels third-party thing is I've been hearing this my entire adult life. These are our choices. And most of the time... The two choices were just run-of-the-mill, a run-of-the-mill Republican against a run-of-the-mill Democrat. It was fine. But we are in a unique situation now. Not talking about the individuals involved as much as where the parties are. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the the very apocalyptic messaging that we've been talking about um, is, uh, I think it's turning off a lot of voters. At least the voters in the middle, because we we learned the other day, didn't we, that uh, just about a quarter of people identify as a Republican or a Democrat. And right. Everybody else is like, I'm washing my hands, a pox on both your houses. Right. So, uh, by the way, I want to tease this. Something uplifting and good in a few moments. All right. Oh, wow. So if you eat your boiled, overboiled vegetables of this content. <laughs> 
It's not that bad. This is an interesting question. It is I, I, sir, I take offense. That's your characterization. So you remember Joe Lieberman? We used to talk about he, he was vice presidential candidate under Gore. Sounded like Droopy the dog. And didn't. Yeah, he, he was a moderate Republican at the time. He was, and he, was, he ran with Gore as some sort of unity ticket well, or he, something like then, that. Then he was part of McCain's campaign. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking When of. he ran against Obama the second time. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is... And uh, I remember at one point he famously claimed to have Joe Mentum. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, he factors into this clip. Former Senator Joe Lieberman, a Democrat turned independent, is no labels founding chairman. We've made very clear that we're not in this uh, to be spoilers. Former Alabama Senator Democrat Doug Jones is among those joining a bipartisan effort to thwart a third party bid. As some Democratic Party faithful fear it could hurt President Biden's reelection. It looks like they will be a spoiler in favor of Donald Trump, and that will be the biggest threat to democracy that we have seen since January 6th. That's always the knock on any third-party effort, is that it one of the two big parties always wins. It just usually throws it the opposite direction of what they wanted. I don't know. Well, and it's a threat to democracy. Shut up. (laughs) I mean, look, I, I definitely have one party I like a hell of a lot better than the other one. But it is a duopoly in Washington, D.C. As we've said before, it's like Coke and Pepsi. They fight together to keep your Fanta and your Shasta and your RC Cola off the shelves. They understand they're sharing the wealth with one other party, but they join together to make sure nobody else gets any uh, attraction. Right. And not not because it's better for democracy. I just, uh, every time I get excited about one of these things and think, wow, this could be the shakeup the parties need to become more responsive to the people as opposed to blah, blah, blah. Um, it's pointed out they're, they've managed to get their party on the ballot in five states and are hoping to be on as many as 35. Right. And then the Republicans and Democrats have to allow them on the debate stage, right? Mm, well, that's up to the, whoever sponsors the debate, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's no federal law about debates. It's just kind of an agreement. No, but if the Republican candidate, the Democrat candidate, don't won't show up, if there's other people there, then they have a lot of power that way. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's enough of that. You think? I'm just. Uh, I'm excited about this. I want to. <laughs> I need something uplifting. And I heard this on the news this morning, and um, I was excited. So yet another. Alzheimer's drug is showing great progress in a new study and is uh, uh, and it's one of your late stage clinical trials where they've gone through a whole bunch of different other stuff and this is down to the does this really work or not mm-hmm. there may soon be another option this is from NBC News there may soon be another option for Alzheimer's drugs capable of slowing the progression of the devastating disease. An experimental drug from Eli Lilly helped slow cognitive decline in patients in the early stages of the illness, according to the results of this late-stage clinical trial. Uh, Some of the side effects were serious in some cases, including brain swelling and brain bleeds. Nobody wants that. Those both sound bad. Yeah. But the results come on the heels of the Food and Drug Administration's approval of another drug... From a Japanese drug maker, which uh, slows the progression of the disease also, and I was listening to some scientists, I think it was on NPR, 
talk about this is going to be the decade of Alzheimer's in terms of breakthroughs in science. We're just we're just like mm. this close to like really making an impact on this. I hope so. I hope it goes the way of smallpox and mumps and a bunch of other things that uh, plagued humanity, and then we we came up with a way to deal with it. Boy, it's hard to picture a more cruel disease. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. The yeah. key, though, and this this got my attention. The key to both of these drugs so far is catching it early. If you get in there early, you can really make a difference. If you don't get in there early, it's hard to make a difference. The problem is anybody who's over the age of 50 regularly walks into a room and can't remember why they went in there and 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 wonders at what point is this not just normal aging and at what point you know should i be taking the alzheimer's drug and i don't know that that is that well nailed down yeah or that well known among everybody everybody ought to know how you figure that out right mm-hmm. since we're all dealing with aging like i got this habit lately this is a, a regular thing it's happened like three times in the last couple of weeks where i I put something in a special place to make sure that I'll remember where it is or hide it properly. Like we went, we went on vacation. I had a house sitter and everything like that, but I had an envelope with a little bit of cash in it. I got to put this in a special place. I have no idea where I put it. I mean, in like zero memory. Not not even oh. like a hint of an idea of where I put it. And I've done this with a couple of different things lately. But you remember that you did it. N- no. I remember I re, uh, I remember where it used to be and it's no longer there. And I have a little bit of a memory of thinking I should put it somewhere else but nothing beyond that. Oh. But and I've got a couple of those examples. Is that just normal aging or a guy who doesn't get enough sleep or should I be on the Alzheimer's drugs? And that that's the question that all of us are going to have. Well, sleep deprivation yeah, is sure. I mean that's a huge candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not an inkling. I had another one of those, like, I don't remember what it was, a key to something I put somewhere. It's like, who knows? <laughs> I just give up. I don't even try. Wow. I, I literally Trouble. could hide my own Easter eggs. I mean, not even a joke. I could hide them and then get up the next day and not know where they are. <laughs> and, and have all the enjoyment of trying to find them for their delicious chocolates. I might do that this coming Easter. Next <laughs> April. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's just kind of an oddly ironic yet terrifying self something or other. <laughs> I don't even that's, that's weird. Hey, this is semi breaking news. We don't need a donkey. But did you see there's a U.S. soldier who evidently crossed the North Korean border? I did see that. At that, that weird ceremonial little set of buildings with the painted line on the ground that Trump stepped across and God, that little a, fathead. Remember well, that? Well, that was a moment, wasn't it, when Trump stepped across it, put his hands up like, here I am in North Korea, huh? And they shook hands and everything. How do you like this, huh? Yeah, evidently this guy wandered over for reasons not known, and he's taken into custody by the North Koreans. Um, I bet it was a TikTok challenge. Oh, my. Don't I fall am- for the TikTok crossing the DMZ line challenge. Had not thought of that possibility. Uh, It's not immediately known why he had crossed the border, according to the Wall Street Journal. And they actually throw in a, if he defected, blah, blah, blah. Defected to North Korea? I didn't write the article. Nobody would do that. I don't know. What? You do not want to be a pawn in a game of chess played with North Korea. No, absolutely not. And then one other piece of information. 
They believe one of the hot. Well, this is what they say in the mainstream media. It doesn't make any sense to me. One of the hottest nights in Earth's recorded history was last night. What does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. Okay, recorded history. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. So we've had thermometers that are somewhat accurate for 150 years or something. Death Valley at 1 a.m. was 120 degrees. It's the hottest they think it's ever been in the middle of the night. That's a little hot for the middle of the night. 120? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you get I don't up know to, if you're familiar with the sun. It's not shining that time of day. If you get up to pee at 1 a.m. and you step outside and it's 120, you're going to say, it's going to be a hot one today. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the one... The, I wish the activists or concerned types would do a better job of presenting the information to the rest of us about global warming, about uh, climate change. So we could have a ghost of a chance of appraising how serious it is, how true it is, what the reaction ought to be. But they just ignore glaring uh, errors and flaws in, in what they're presenting. For instance, it's the hottest night in 150 years or whatever. Or they they try to assess tree rings from a thousand years ago or whatever. But how do we know, since that's such a teeny tiny data set, that this sort of up and down hasn't been happening all throughout human history? The, or or similar, at least. Yeah, the thing happening from all of our conversations, the politicians do it, the media does it all the time. Nobody's interesting in persuading persuadables anymore. It's only reconfirming the audience that already believes something. Right. And uh, I, I wish we could make that big change to, yeah, if the article would be aimed at somebody like me, is like, yeah, I think it's probably getting hotter, but I don't know what's causing it. You know, aim it at me. Don't aim it at the crowd that already goes to bed worried about climate change. And during those periods of time that I think, yeah, okay, something clearly is going on. It doesn't snow nearly as much in the United States as it did back when I had, uh, you know, when I lived in the Midwest growing up. Uh, I wonder what is going on. Then I get hit with a New York Times headline, the rainstorms, which were caused by climate change. Even as every right. respected uh, you know, uh, climate scientist said, you can't attribute any individual weather phenomena ph- phenomenon to uh, climate change. It's just you can't. And then they do it routinely. So I just I throw my arms up and say to hell with it. Well, you're not going to have to care anymore when you win the Powerball. It's a million plus dollars. We can check in on that. Fascinating and not for moron story at all. A billion dollars? Uh, um, uh, 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 what did I say? Yeah, it's yeah, it's one point three billion or something now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You could really quit your job and like just really let your hair down if you want a billion dollars. Oh, I died. Quit my job and torch the place on the way out. <laughs> Set it on fire. Yeah, that's fine. I'll rebuild yeah, it. I'll pay the bill. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I just have always no wanted to burn this place down. Well, and $2 million worth of radio equipment. Put it on my tab. That's fine. <laughs> More on the way. Powerball. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you on threads? Of course you aren't. You aren't on Twitter, so you didn't leave Twitter to go to threads. You aren't on either one of those, but you've probably heard of it. What does threads collect? Zuckerberg's new media social media platform. Hit you with that in just a minute. Speaking of uh, the Twitter machine, this is an open source uh, military uh, Twitter account with 415,000 uh, followers. It's pretty healthy. They say U.S. defense officials have stated that the U.S. Army soldier who appears to have defected earlier today to no. North Korea from near the joint security area was due to face a disciplinary action and was heard laughing before he ran toward the border. You're Well, he's a crazy person. He's certainly profoundly unwise. Yeah, mentally ill. Uh, if, if you think whatever trouble you were in with the U.S. military is going to be better to be in North Korea, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, wow. I, he's not laughing now. So I wish more of you followed us on Twitter. I really do. I understand why you don't. But, you know, you don't have to participate. You don't have to tweet anything. You don't have to have a picture. You don't have to do any of that sort of stuff, but it's a pretty good way to get information. And if you like this radio show, it's a great way to get 
you know, instantaneous comments on things when we're not on the on the air. Anyway, that's my pitch for Twitter. But so uh, and occasionally a glimpse into our fascinating personal lives. <laughs> so Elon Musk buys Twitter for forty four billion dollars or whatever it is, and nope. uh, then along comes Mark Zuckerberg to start something that looks exactly like Twitter, but is his dealio. And all the media ran with the hundred million people that signed up and Twitter's doomed and threads is the new thing. And I thought maybe it will be. Who knows? Things come and go. Look at MySpace. Look at Facebook. He's done it before. Uh, but if you're still on that story, you're behind because then the, the traffic dropped off a ton by the end of the week as people decided for whatever reason, yeah, I don't need another one of these or I don't like this or whatever. And so here today, gone today, threads might be dead already. Not that I was probably ever going to jump on it anyway, but... Wow, I just heard, I think it was on NPR, I was listening to Punish Myself for My Sins, and they made reference to how uh, so many people left Twitter for uh, threads because it's clearly better. They don't now, like Twitter as become, so that's that's the new thing now. Yeah, that, that story is behind. If you're, still, if you're still reporting that, you're behind. Enjoy your bubble, bubble ahead. And that's multiple reports I took in over the weekend, uh, business places, media, whatever. Anyway, uh, social media platforms monetize user data by selling, you know, all this stuff. That's where they make a lot of their money. Threads takes all kinds of information, along with the usual app privacy requests like your browsing history and location data. Most of the stuff you sign up for, they get all your browsing history. Everything you browse, they're looking at, if you're comfortable with that. Threads also asks... Gets all your financial information, health and fitness data, diagnostics, and nefarious-sounding sensitive info, whatever that is. <laughs> Many users have voiced concern over threads for its 14-point list of data permissions you're granting Meta to use their app. Twitter, by comparison, has many, many fewer, but uh, threads goes way farther than the average app in taking information. That's, that's why it exists. That's what Zuckerberg does, man. That's his thing. I'm just a regular little squeaky clean guy. I'm not just stealing all your personal information and sell it for profit. That's not who I, I am. I want grandmas to be able to see pictures of their grandkids. <laughs> right, and I'll donate money to a children's hospital, and I'm just a good guy. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Something bound to fall apart. I'm going to stop right here for a sec, Danny. I'm sorry. These girls are worried about the selfie and not listening to the songs, pissing me off a little bit. So if you couldn't understand what was happening there, country singer Miranda Lambert stopped in the middle of a little slow song there because a couple of girls were taking selfies and it made her mad. It's pissing me off, she said. (laughs) I got to believe that that's a constant at concerts. I did it at the Dead concert the other night. Um, uh, uh, You're going to have to get over that, Miranda. I don't know what's going on there. Did Did Bob Weir hurl his guitar at you in anger? Did she and her ex-husband, Blake Shelton, ever have kids? Because they're two very, very attractive people. They should have spectacularly attractive kids for the next generation of country music. You have to be so hot to be a country music star, unless you're Luke Combs. (laughs) Which case, you can be a big fat guy. Yeah, well, there you go. They keep one slot open for that category. (laughs) Chris Stapleton was there for a minute. Right, exactly. Yeah. So no kids, says Katie, no kids. Okay. They denied uh, humanity the pleasure of looking at their gorgeous, gorgeous potential children. Well, at least Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen cranked out some kids. Thank God. And uh, there's some other examples of that. Really hot people having plenty kids. of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of really hot people, uh, if we have time next segment, Ben Affleck, who I believe you have occasionally accused of being a lunkhead. Um <laughs> In an interview from back in the day in which he predicted all sorts of trends in entertainment that have come true. I mean, like crazy perceptive. All right. So Trump truthed out today. I'm not on truth or threads. Uh, Truthed out today that he got a letter saying he's the target of an investigation and uh, and uh, he's going to be indicted again, arrested and indicted, which everybody seems to think is was inevitable around the January 6th stuff. And uh, election interference in general could be the Georgia call, just all sorts of stuff. Well, Byron York nails it down in the Washington Examiner what's going on here, pointing out, first of all, that uh, so far it's been good for him when the very first indictment came out and it was such an earth-shattering moment. Should we ever have a sitting president indict 
his most likely opponent no matter what. And many smart people arguing, no, it's just it's too dangerous. And now we're going down this road for the third time. But um, so far, it's helped Trump each time. He went up quite a few points after that first ridiculous Stormy Daniels indictment that was just stupid. That's a local indictment. Uh, went up quite a few points. Then he stayed flat and kept his uh, hanging around the low 50s in the polls in terms of being ahead of DeSantis. Um, he stayed flat after the first federal indictment, second overall indictment. And that one that was, was over- the documents and obstruction of justice. Right. Okay, Classified documents case did not have any effect on the polls, good or bad. And the majority of GOP voters saw these all as politically motivated. So the poll, the polling on the first indictment, 93 percent of Republicans think that that one mainly motivated by motivated by politics. Ninety three percent of Republicans. Mm-hmm. So obviously, right. obviously, that's not going to hurt him then among Republicans. And then for the documents, one eighty-one percent of Republicans said politics was driving the case. Now I'll read from Byron York today. Now, when this third indictment comes, one that is based on two political events, the 2020 election and the January 6th riot, how could Republicans not view the indictment as politically motivated? Starting with the standard caution that there's no way to predict these things, it seems reasonable to guess that Republican voters will view an indictment based on the 2020 election in January 6th as even more political than the classified documents case, and at least as political as the Manhattan case, which was Stormy Daniels. Do you buy that? Hmm. I think I see his point. I'm not sure I buy it. Uh, if you know, if you want to boil it down to a hell of a lot of people are going to say this is just political, he's right. So a bunch of anti-Trump lawyers published a draft prosecution memo recently. The Byron York says, so this is what lawyers think the indictment is going to be. Trump will be charged with defrauding the United States with his claim that he won the 2020 election. Can you do that? Can you just charge a guy with defrauding an entire country? Fraud of a country, yeah. With obstructing an official proceeding by seeking to have Congress throw the election results in some states back to those states, and with inciting an insurrection on January 6th, and all the charges would be felonies. I don't know. All three of those sound pretty thin to me, and I'm no great uh, Trump supporter. Well, certainly one and three sound incredibly thin. I don't know as much. I'm not smart enough or enough of a legal person to know. Seeking to have Congress throw the election results in some states back to those states. I don't know. That might just be a. It's a legal theory, which I disagree with strongly. But I think the defense will just say, well, no, he was advised by his constitutional experts, his lawyers, that indeed there was room within the Constitution to pull this maneuver. So he tried to pull it. But it was, you know, it was made in good faith. They thought this was doable. Yeah. What's the difference between that and uh, Biden trying to get through the student loan thing? Is his legal theory that he had the power to do that? And the Supreme Court said unanimously or eight to one that he couldn't. Right. Right. And Biden wasn't removed from office for that or, or indicted. Um, you know, it depends on the particulars, of course. Um, and there may be aspects of things that were done within that effort that were clearly illegal. I don't have an ex- encyclopedic knowledge of all the things they tried in, in constitutional You're law. You're going with the Ron DeSanctimonious defense of, I wasn't there on that day. 
Not what? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> ah, so I, you know, it's got to all come out in in public. But um, the the whole inciting an insurrection. I've never bought that one. That that speech. Come on, politicians say that sort of thing all the time. My whole life. What if the speech is one piece of like ten? including all the claims that the election was stolen, uh, you know, all the things he said that incited people to believe he sincerely believed it was stolen. I'm not enough of a legal mind to know if that makes a difference, but I'm not sure that ought to make a difference. Well, and and actually, the First Amendment is pretty generous on uh, what's inciting a riot and what's not. Right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if you tell people, we got ripped off, we got screwed, this is unfair, they're against us. And well, they get fired up and riot. That's within. That's protected by the First Amendment. Now, if you say we got screwed, et cetera, et cetera, and let's riot, that's not. A number of people have uh, made the point that if they could prove he knew it was bunk, he knew he lost, but he was doing it. It would. It'd be a different thing. How how the heck would you ever prove that? There's no way he ever said out loud or put in writing. I know I lost, but let's give this a whirl. No way. Well, not if he did, it's all deniable. Well, put in writing. Yeah, yeah, that less so, obviously. Or said it to somebody who testifies. You know, he hired a couple of companies, paid them millions and millions of dollars to find all the vote fraud they could, and they came back and said, we can't find enough to make any difference whatsoever. That's known. But whether that convinced him or not, I mean, it'd be easy to, to, to dispute that. Yeah, they're fixed, too. I realized I'd hired people who were against me. Damn it. So my weird out of nowhere accusing of you something that Ron DeSantis said reminded me. Yes. Um, uh, DeSantis is doing an interview with Jake Tapper today, and it's clearly him thinking, I got to shake things up here. I've been doing only safe venues. I'm bleeding money. I haven't moved an inch in the polls. I got to do something different, um, which, you know. We and others have been saying he should have done for a long time. Go into mm-hmm. hostile territory. Yeah. Well, people love Trump because he's a fighter. DeSantis is a great fighter. Who's refused to fight so far? It's inexplicable. But hopefully he's prepared for. And so I'm, he's going to go pick a fight with Jake Tapper. Hopefully he's prepared for this. I, I, uh, I'm not sure I trust his staff to have prepared him for this, but he, he said something I thought was stupid the other day when he was asked uh, in some sort of town hall, hall setting, what do you think of January 6th, or did Trump do that? He said, I wasn't there on January 6th. I have nothing to do with that. That's a dodge, man. So uh, he's he better have an answer for that with Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper's not just going to let him get away with that. So he needs yeah. to have some sort of response to that today. That might be the first question, actually. Yeah, and that's a no-win situation for him, as I've uh, you know described before. He cannot win. Well, he could possibly win the nomination without Trump voters, but he couldn't win the general without Trump voters. And so he either has to say, well, he can offer up a non-answer like he did, which I agree is very weak, um, although I understand why he's doing it. Or he can say, yeah, Trump was totally in the wrong. January 6th was a nightmare. Or he can say it was a beautiful day like Trump does. And I just think it was the FBI agitators who did it. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I think he's, yeah, yes, Michael. He's got to loosen up personality-wise. Well, yeah, he's got that, too. He's got that, too. At that, I don't know if there's any fix in that. But 
Um, what, like like fake laughs like Hillary tried during the campaign and be mocked for it? Yeah, see, that's a problem. If you've got that kind of, if you're Al Gore or Hillary Clinton or maybe Ron DeSantis, I'm not talking about their politics or, or whether they're decent people, just that inability to kind of come off as normal, man, I don't know if many people can fake that. Anyway, well, and if you don't, you you can't. Nobody can suddenly start coming off as normal as a 50-year-old. <laughs> Um, but he's got to choose a path on that answer today, doesn't he? In fact, I'll bet that's the first question from Jake Dapper. He's got to pick a path. Or is he going to try to come up with some lawyerly, I have it both ways thing, which almost never works. Depends how aggressive Tapper is and asking. I honestly think this could be a key moment for his campaign where he either has a chance to start rebuilding now or it's just close the door on that one. I'm already exhausted. It's July of 23, and I'm exhausted by this presidential race. Well, you can look at it two different ways, and then I'll shut up about it. There are 475 days until the presidential election, which can make you say, why are we even talking about it? There's a month till the first debate. Mm -hmm. So that's a decent reason to talk about it. Are you saying I have to have good reasons for my feelings? (laughs) I'm just saying I'm exhausted. Isn't I've what, had enough. Isn't that what we all learned? You're supposed to tell people when they have feelings that their feelings are wrong. <laughs> They're illegitimate. That's right. That's, You're wrong to have you, those emotions. You have the wrong feelings about this. Yes. We will f- get, get better feelings. <laughs> Idiot. We, we will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. A Fox News producer, Krista Garvin, was on a flight from Las Vegas to Atlanta yesterday. That flight sat on the tarmac for more than two hours. It was 111 degrees out, and Krista said it felt like being a dog trapped in a parked car on a hot summer's day. She said the passengers began to have emergency medical problems. EMTs came on board, and she said the passengers were given a choice either get off the plane and face several days of delay, potentially, or stay on board. Oh, wow. So they at least gave him the choice to get off the plane. Usually you don't have an option to get off the plane, to which I've always said, why doesn't somebody dial 911 saying being kidnapped? I've been kidnapped before once for five hours. Oh, what a nightmare. With little kids. But uh, let's hear a little more on this story. You're telling us that we have multiple medical emergencies on the flight. The plane is still cannot get any cooler than it is. It's still hot. And we're sitting on the plane, and you're telling us you have a choice to either sit here and get possibly sick and watch all this go down or not get to your destination for days. I mean, people have jobs. We have lives. Like, we need to get back to where we're going, and you're basically telling us sit here on this hot plane or you're not getting to where you need to go. Again, I'm surprised they gave him the option for getting off. How does this get fixed? I hate government regulations because they almost always do more harm than good. But because it's, uh, you know, it's not, what do you call it, an oligopoly or whatever, there are however many different airlines, and it's the cost of getting into the business is so expensive, there's no, well, that's it, I'm not flying this airline anymore. I'll fly this other one that treats me the same, and there's only right. two choices to get where I'm going. I was trying to figure out what airline she was on. I can't, I can't find that immediately. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I hate it. I despise it. Man, if you've I never just... been held hostage on one of those planes when they, ah, we don't have a gate. 
Um, uh, you're on time, but then they keep you there for five hours. You miss your next flight, and it's horrible. And the bathrooms fill up, and it's hot, even if it's not 110 degrees outside because the air conditioners aren't running when you're sitting still. It's just it's awful, and kids start crying, and they won't bring you anything to drink or eat. Oh, it's awful. The fact that they can treat us this way for a product that costs as much money as it does is just amazing. Yeah, I don't know why. All of a sudden, I'm just discouraged. I mean, it's just, it's awful. And it's one of those uh, situations where the the intersection of the uh, the commercial realities and the government regulation are so complicated and so thoroughly entwined and so mobbed up by lobbyists and the rest of it. The, the common man, the little man, like ourselves, it just, just doesn't have a chance. And I, I've been reading a lot about some of the challenges in medical care in America right now, and actually Britain too. Um, but the problems are monumental. They're elephantine. And, and medical care affects everybody. All the time, especially as you get older, which I am, and it just, the system is so screwed up, but it's so complicated. Mm. I just don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't, I need more coffee or a shot of vodka or something. I just, I'm kind of discouraged by the, the fact that the things that normally would fix such situations are free market solutions or occasionally deft government interventions. And I don't have any faith in either one of those. Number one, the free market can't because the government's so involved. Number two, the government isn't deft and skillful because they're just a gigantic greedy colossus. To hell with y'all, I'm going to the woods. Greedy colossus. Yes, government is a for-profit industry. Never forget that. It's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Well, I'll try to cheer up and bring final thoughts from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, our technical director leading us off. Michael, what's your final thought? You know, I've never been kidnapped and held hostage on a plane, but I'm thinking at what hour would I just say, okay, I'm going to get myself arrested just to get off this plane. Like I, I had, I thought about that a lot when I got trapped that one time with my son. Screw it. Throw me in jail. I'm getting off this damn plane. Well, and you have, you'd have the media skills to become an activist yep. and, and get yep. all famous. You'd be on all the morning shows in New York. You'd meet Gail King. <laughs> oh, to Katie dream. Green. <laughs> Dare to dream the beautiful dream. Katie, do you have a final thought for us? I do. I'm on the same page with Michelangelo. That's, that's when I pull the, pull the big lever and I go down the slide that comes out of the side of the airplane. And the emergency exit. I'm out. If it's hot, first of all, being trapped, number one, bad enough. Add heat to it. Mm-mm. And to, and to stay on this theme, I feel like you would win. You get yourself a good lawyer and say, look, I'm claustrophobic, I blah, 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 whatever it is. You can't keep me on this plane against my will. You have to let me out. I was triggered or trauma. Yeah, Use exactly. Or I'm, you just did it because I'm trans or something. <laughs> wow, but I'm not. Anyway, uh, Jack, is that your final thought? It you going to stick with that one? Or? Yes, yes, I am. Um, my final thought is I was reading about the Honduran open-air drug markets in San Francisco, and one of the things that struck me, one of many things, is that you can get enough fentanyl to make you wasted for six hours 
for five dollars. Wow. Maybe ten if you you know can't find the cheaper guys. Wow, that's something. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the hot links for you. You can pick up some AG swag. Grab a great t-shirt. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been. you got to be kidding me. Do you have a reaction to that? Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. Oh. Okay. It's 100 on the crazy meter. Go away. I'm going to call my lawyer. Gun. Get the hell out of here. No. I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. No. You can't handle you the file truth. For dis- I can't handle the volume. This is no time for mamby-pambyism. You're a one-horse pony. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.